This is IGN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This open-world action RPG sets a new gold standard for VR and competes with the best anywhere. This is your IGN review of Asgard's Wrath 2 by Travis Northrup. For those who have been patiently waiting on the sidelines for VR to give you a reason to get off the couch and flail your arms around, Asgard's Wrath 2 might very well be the incredibly ambitious, open-world reason you've been waiting for. Not only does this standout sequel manage to masterfully imagine what a massive, big-budget RPG might look like in VR, it astonishingly reinvents itself several times throughout its 90-plus-hour runtime, making those hours absolutely fly by. The four playable characters are extraordinarily different from each other, and mastering them all is a blast. The deep RPG mechanics and loads of secrets to discover make the temptation to keep the headset on for just another half hour or two a seriously troubling habit, and the combat, exploration, and puzzles make every new dungeon an action-packed, deeply satisfying adventure that easily surpasses almost everything that's previously been accomplished in virtual reality. The fact that there's also an excellent roguelite mode one could easily lose dozens of hours in, and that's just casually thrown in as an optional activity for the heck of it, is just mind-boggling. Asgard's Wrath 2 is the kind of landmark game-changer that only comes around once in a blue moon, and in a year already jammed-packed with extremely good games, this is easily one of my favorites. This is a game that takes all the most important parts of your Skyrims and your Legends of Zelda and reimagines them for virtual reality from the ground up with amazing success. Playing as a god who possesses mortals to help them fulfill their destinies, you'll roam interesting open-world areas from vast deserts to spooky plains of the afterlife, navigate treacherous dungeons, loot chests, recharge and socialize back at the hideout with the NPCs you befriend along the way, and even kick back with a fishing rod, because why the heck not? It's true that Asgard's Wrath 2 might not look or perform as well as games running on high-end hardware, but it more than makes up for that deficit with its innovative ideas and incredibly fun gameplay, and pushes the limits on what's possible on its native device. In other words, this is the Tears of the Kingdom of the Meta Quest 3, it transcends hardware limitations by just crushing it in every other area. Building upon the many successes of its extremely good and still worth playing predecessor, this superb sequel improves and expands upon just about everything, from combat and exploration to the significantly more fleshed-out animal companions who accompany you on your journey. Solving puzzles and fighting massive bosses and dungeons hits all the same highs as old-school 3D adventures with Link, 
running around the open world might not go nearly as deep as, say, a classic Bethesda RPG, but it's above and beyond anything we've seen in VR to date, at the same rough level as something like The Outer Worlds and offering tons of reasons to go off the beaten path and explore to your heart's content. You never know when you might find a sewer level hidden underneath a small crack in a mountain or a terrifying optional boss lurking within an out-of-the-way cave, and that makes every minute of exploration absolutely worth it. One of the most impressive things Asgard's Wrath 2 manages to fit into its enormous adventure is its four playable protagonists, each with their own weapons, abilities, storylines, and open-world map to let them loose on. But even the more mundane characters are still interesting and feel great to play, owing to an abundance of neat mechanics that help you solve puzzles and defeat bosses. It's also impressive just how good the puzzles are, owing to the way they challenge you to make use of each of the hero's unique arsenal, as well as your companion's ability to get through each area. You'll find clever sections where you have to throw Abraxas's axe onto a button, and then use its redirecting ability to slide it in the right direction, or use Cyrene's harp octopus to play a musical tune to a sea creature to guide it over to a flower to grow a vine you can climb. Other areas were less about being smart and more about using my reflexes and the specific abilities of my hero to platform through dangerous, trap-filled areas and narrowly avoid death. Shockingly, all that yanking myself across gaps with a whip and wall running past swinging death traps gave me absolutely no motion sickness and made me feel like the badass god I was playing as. The best puzzles, though, combine your mortal and your godly forms by allowing you to toggle back and forth between them. As a giant being, you can manipulate the world around you, then jump back into your puny mortal form to get through the area. In one such memorable level, I helped Abraxas get around an otherwise unnavigable shipwreck by simply picking up and moving pieces of its shattered hull so he could wall run on them to the next area. Those sections especially managed to keep me on my toes with creative stuff like that right up until the end, and that's no small feat. With all the countless ways Asgard's Wrath 2 already gives you too many excuses to spend your time in its world, it's completely bonkers that they also threw in an extremely robust roguelite mode as well. This infinitely replayable game lets you explore miniature dungeon modules that become increasingly deadly as you see how far in you can go, in the hope of setting a high score and bringing back valuable supplies to the main campaign. This mode can be played with any of the four heroes at your disposal and, amazingly, becomes more varied as you make progress in the campaign and unlock additional modules through various in-game feats. They've even got unlockable perks to make your run smoother, an asynchronous multiplayer via the ability to leave behind imprints of your character to either attack or assist other players in their own runs. This could honestly have been its own game, and I can see myself spending a lot of time shooting for a high score. The fact that it's thrown in here as a diversion is just nuts. Asgard's Wrath 2 is the full-fledged VR open-world RPG I've always wanted to play. And for that matter, it's one of the best RPGs in any perspective I've played in years. With four unique characters and stories, fantastic and satisfying combat, intricate and rewarding RPG systems, a great story, and an entire roguelite dungeon-crawling mode thrown in just to show off, this masterpiece completely nails almost everything it tries, much of which has never been pulled off in VR. The MetaQuest 3's killer app has arrived, and even after more than 90 hours throwing squids at gloriously shredded lizards and whipping across gaps, I'm still eager to jump back in. Asgard's Wrath 2's IGN score? 10 out of 10. 
Thanks for listening to IGN. My name is Tony Jackson, and for the latest Asgard's Wrath 2 updates, visit us at IGN.com. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.